0: hey it's Super Bowl sun weekend weekend yeah
1: depending on when you're listening to this or it's... or Sunday or if it... Monday and it passed. Yeah, in which case, and what, either either way, the city of Philadelphia has burned to the ground. Yeah, win or
0: lose, Yeah, they're burning that city to the fucking ground. What? The, <clears throat> hopefully, it doesn't make it to the greater area our home. I mean, it, it's A riots known to spread.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. It's going to be insane. I was down there for the World Series parade. So was when I. The Phillies won the World Series. Um, and it was it was pretty intense. I got to witness a one of those little aluminum, like, food cart, one of those stainless steel food carts. Yeah. Like, the one man kind of cramped in there. Yeah. Uh, just get ramp- Like, people were climbing on top of it to yeah. see, and then he started crawling out the window with a fillet knife swiping at people to get them off. And then people were taking all the chips and stuff and reaching in the other window and, like, stealing stuff while he's trying to knife people on the roof. <laughs> and that was the Phillies. And, yeah, here, look, Philadelphia fans get a bad rap. I Do they? Yeah, look, they're not all bad, I, I like the Phillies. I like the flyers. I like the Phillies. Um but the Eagle I'm I'm serious people. Eagles fans are different. Eagles fans are different. And this is going to be win or lose. I don't I am interested to see Unless you're Scott Rowland. Yeah. Got pelted with D batteries.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't ever do a giveaway that has D batteries.
1: <laughs> I am uh, I'm interested to see I wish that we could like do a, a like a dimensional split thing so we could see and compare both results, because I'm interested to see what's more of a, gra- a greater disaster. They either lose or they win.
0: Either way, we're never going to hear the end of it's it. It's like I said. The only way they'll they'll lose in that ride is if they get their ass handed to them. Yeah. Because then they'll take the wind out of their sails too early. They'll all just get too drunk. Yeah, and just that They can't. Yeah. Like, ah, but if they it. lose in a close game, city's burning down. Yeah, and
1: it's going to be someone else's fault. Yeah. Um, Brady cheated. Well, we're gonna let's just assume we did it anyway. Yeah. Um, but okay, let's
0: we're talking too much about football. No, we're, we're gonna not, lose no, our fans.
1: No, we're not. Uh, no, we're 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 shitting on the people
0: of Philadelphia. What people love that. What What do you? Uh, I mean, I don't equate football with Super Bowl Sunday. I equate Super Bowl Sunday with junk food, appetizers, eating food, eating more food. As a kid, mm-hmm. it was always a party. Yeah, even before. I really got into football. Super Bowl Sunday was something that it was like an event. Yeah. Um,
1: and over you the years, got to stay
0: up late. It wasn't yes. too late. It starts at six, <laughs> at six. but you got to stay up a little late. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, y- your parents would buy like hors d'oeuvres and cool it was, foods. To me, it was kind of like another New Year's. It, it was like New Year's exactly. It was, yeah. and it was close. There wasn't. I think it was two weeks or yeah, it was it, two weeks it, earlier. It, used it, to be it wasn't the in the spring like yeah. it is now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is. It's not a sports show, folks. Don't you worry. Yeah, um, but but then I also equate it with commercials. Yeah, now, I think more so than the game itself.
1: Yeah, especially back in the day. Where well, no, even now in,
0: it's huge. Uh,
1: oh, I'm, absolutely. I'm kind of in, yeah, well, it is, but now they can't contain themselves, and they already they re- pre-release most of the commercials online. Oh and yeah, and like that. Yeah. You know, but, it's it was always fun. Like what's going to be next, and by the time they air, and a lot of the time, the last there was a year or two where. I'm like I saw that commercial in like October. You know, the thing is, they spend so much money on a lot of these commercials. They want to get they want to get their money's worth. So they like, hey, let's get this out there and you know, you know, keep pushing, get the product out there. I don't. What what does a a spot go for now?
0: I think eight million. Holy shit! Yeah, I could be wrong on that, but I I think I heard eight million for thirty seconds. Yeah,
1: and when it was, what did I see? It was two thousand. Uh, it was one point two, which was up from I don't I don't think they charged much more than a regular spot like pre like in eighties nineties, you know, until you know later on. in dot com, I, I think once they realized that they could take advantage of all these dot com dummies, they can just
0: when milk do, them when did the Bitcoin dummies start buying commercials? <laughs> that already flopped, didn't it? No, I'm kidding. I don't know anything about Bitcoin. I'm kind of glad I don't i'm sure it's it's something that i yeah yeah it's just way out of our purview like i'm
1: in because me i'm one for i'm more for the barter system like it it would suck to to not do this podcast anymore but the the day that solar flare hits is a day i become useful again (laughs) because i could start a fire i i
0: dream of that day all right well we all can't wait um What from a kid, what do you have like a Super Bowl memory that stands out as a kid besides commercials that we're going to talk about shortly?
1: Um, nah, just gorging, you know, (laughs) because I mean, look at me, it it took time and patience to get this far. Um, a couple of really lame, mediocre parties. You always go to the like, you expecting to go to a big party, and then you realize it's, uh, like, it's just someone just had, like, family over, and you're the outsider. Oh, you are your whole family? Like, me. Like, I get invited to a party thinking it's me a lot of other people there, and it's just, like, someone's family.
0: And, like, I don't know how to talk to them. Uh, Yeah, I would never, as a kid, we wouldn't, I mean, I don't know if you know this about me, uh, Squeezer, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm a bit of a homebody. Yeah. Well... Yeah. well can you? See, I get that from my parents, who mm-hmm. my mom especially would never want to leave the house uh, ever. So our party was with our immediate the five of us in the house, which I liked. Uh, and one that uh, one Super Bowl that sticks out uh, in particular for me, uh, and what I re- what I remember from Super Bowls when I remember having parties was either <laughs> the N- NFC East team was in it. Uh, the Bills. <laughs> Mainly the Cowboys, because there was a few years, mm-hmm. it was like Giants, Bills, Redskins, Bills, Cowboys, Bills, Cowboys, Bills. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know. We, we finally... Uh, Eagles finally broke that into there. Uh, but I guess that's how kids remember the Patriots now.
1: Yeah, fuckers.
0: So... Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, yeah. I'm a Dolphins
1: fan, so I don't really have any Super Bowl memories in my lifetime.
0: In 19... 19- uh, 92. So the Super Bowl this year is be- taking place in what city? It's Minneapolis, not Minneapolis. I <laughs> in 1992 I changed sports. It was the last time, it was the first time it was ever in Minneapolis, uh, at the, at the old Metrodome. And that Super Bowl, I remember because it was on Fox. What happened to that one? What the old one, the hefty bag. <laughs> Uh, and I remember it in particularly because In Living Color had their halftime. Their uh, oh, actually, I don't know if it was on Fox, I, it was on CBS, but In Living Color uh, back on Fox had counter programming to the halftime show, which we turned to and watched because I was the biggest In Living Color fan in 1992 at 10 years old. <laughs> uh, I still will turn on the puppy bowl from time to time. Oh, yeah, Fire Marshal Bill, and um. Not I'm, I'm sorry. Pu- Fire Marshal Bell has nothing to do with the puppy bull. Fire Marshal Bill was in living color, and he yeah. was he was the big draw of that mm-hmm. halftime show. Uh, but yeah, I remember that one in particular. And you know, we were allowed to drink soda. We had junk food. It was that's store. right because you didn't have any.
1: We really didn't either. But I never. Yeah, if you are never a soda kid, and all of a sudden you get it, yeah, it's like fucking crack. Well, oh yeah, there is one memorable one. Uh it was 2004 the halftime show quite infamous and actually had repercussions that would last for pretty much up until now Uh,
0: remember uh who was on stage Justin Timberlake Timberlake, who you're excited for this year
1: oh, oh my god her nipple came out oh it's the end of the world well, he says I'm gonna have you naked by the end of the song. Yeah, it, everyone knew exactly what they were fucking doing, yeah. and then yeah, Jana, And why would she have a pasty on if it wasn't supposed to happen? Right. Um, now they claim that he was supposed to rip one layer off, and it took both off. And no, they knew exactly what they were doing. Get over it.
0: Yeah, I, um, I don't see what the hell the problem was. Yeah, I mean, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but
1: it, it, it. I mean, people went ballistic, and the he. They even admitted um, the hell is the guys. What was the guy's name oh michael powell he was the head of the fcc oh, colin yeah. powell's
0: son yeah <laughs> and big, i only know this because
1: howard stern would fight with sure, him constantly yeah. he admitted it got blown out of proportion it okay. was an overreaction and then it got driven up by you know by people it it was finally the internet's shitty voice coming to fruition just it's like wow we have it, I mean, outraged people did it before, masses. but now we have something where we can, I, I don't have anything to do with my time, so I'm going to pretend to be angry.
0: One year in my lifetime, I went to Super Bowl to be on HBO and just fucking naked people everywhere. That'd be great. Just to stick it to those assholes, the, uh, outraged masses. Uh, I mean, you could, you can, you could technically just do it on basic cable. The XFL, but the XFL. Yeah. Oh, that news broke this week, by the way. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon's bringing back the XFL. More power to him. Hey, it's more work. Yeah, it's more work for our industry. More work for Billy D.
1: That that'll yeah. So it's a good six months of work that'll exist. Um, that could catch on. Could. He wants to do it right this hey, year. Hey, I you know I'm all for it. You know, give it a shot. Yeah. Throw, again, you know, we, last show like we football. talked, last show we talked about throwing shit at the wall. Well, that's the thing, I don't anymore. I don't know what happened. Like, I just, I still, that's, I still I love fell, watching it. I fell out of love with it. I, I, I think because uh, boxing's gotten better. So I've gotten back in the fight between MMA and boxing. I'm pretty busy just every week watching <laughs> fights. And f- also, Sundays, I'm, you know, playing with the kids. So even if I turn a football game on, it's, you know, three seconds in, Elmo, or Amanda would just walk in the room. We're watching football. She's perfectly content. And she would just go, Elmo. And then the kid snaps her head around, Elmo. And then Amanda smiles at me and walks back out of the room. (laughs) Like she's, look what I just did. And then we turn football off and we watched the same Sesame Street episode for a 30th time. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh,
0: so <laughs> what did I tell you when I was researching our Attitude episode? What, before this XFL announcement even came, what was I watching at 2 in the morning? Remember that? The second ever XFL game in its entirety. Oh, yeah. Commentated by Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler. And it was really good. It was the game that should have been on instead of that shitty Las Vegas game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I'm excited for it. I want yeah, the XFL well, back.
1: I, wanna, I, wanna t- I want, like... It's going to be interesting to see how it works. Like, I'm I'm looking at almost as as an experiment, you know, uh, how doing it without the, like a players' union involved, where everyone, where you're an employee for Vince, you know, you work for the XFL, you're not a contractor for, uh, you know, or an employee of another team. There's no team owners. Vince owns, is going to own all eight teams. Yeah, that's how um, it was originally. Yeah, and. uh and uh, and then as far as like rules and regulations go, I'm not I'm not saying. I guess they're also gonna look into what the fans want. Like, they ask, one of the questions is, are you going to have nicknames on the back of the jerseys again? and Stuff like that. I, I think when they do kind of, st- when you do stuff like that, it takes away some of the legitimacy. Yeah.
0: Is he hate me the only thing he that people me. remember of well, the XFL? And,
1: so when asked, so uh, is he hate me? And um, Vin- Vince Steven says, like, wow, I'm glad people realize what an important part Rod Smart played to the, and he's right. It's little things like that that, yeah, it's memorable. I don't know if it's memorable in a good way. Yeah. Um, I would just play the game of football, but just maybe loosen up a lot of the bullshit rules. Where the reason Dan Marino's passing record got broken so many times is because when Dan Marino was throwing a ball to a guy downfield, they were bumping and grinding the whole way down. Mm. Now, if you so much as sneeze on the guy, you get a damn flag. Yeah. So it's it's shit like that that you know. Let him play football. Yeah, because and also uh, you know I don't know if it'll. Right. Well, we talk yeah, we're, it, we're talking about. way too much about, yeah. but uh, here's the thing, if they can figure out how to keep a game at like two hours, which he wants to do, that would be groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah, especially for our industry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, well. And just
0: as many commercials. Just as many commercials. Where we come uh, full circle. Our top 10 favorite classic Super Bowl commercials, and we're going to, without further ado, let's go with Squeezer's first pick.
1: What's in the bag? Lunch. Big Mac, fries. Play you for it. You and me for my Big Mac? First one to miss watches the winner eat. No dunking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one knee. It's me. Get in there! Not enough
1: the show. I'd add more. So... Off the, floor, off the scoreboard. Off we the can bank board. No rim. Oh, they're getting crazy now. So MJ and Larry Bird, they're playing a uh, horse for uh, Michael's Big Mac that he had because, you know, the greatest professional athlete of all time eats McDonald's.
0: Well, he was, I mean, in, in my drawer of old toys, he had his own Happy Meal toy line. Off the expressway, over the river, off the billboard, through the window, off the wall, nothing but net jordan greatest ever uh i mean
1: he he starred in more super bowl commercials i think than anyone i would assume maybe i didn't tally him up there's a lot uh
0: basketball stars back then were in a lot i have one in mind but Shaq was in a lot Shaq, yeah the one with the that was on my short list too actually the one with the with the kid yeah yeah. penny hardaway had a few he had the notorious little penny with chris rock and uh, there was a lot of uh basketball back in the day mm-hmm. well now i mean uh i'm sure fucking steph curry will be in some and lebron sure, yeah is yeah but you have those few
1: players like back then i mean this was like yeah jordan bird Shaq. they had dream, their own dream, fucking nes yeah, game jordan dream, versus bird yeah, that's one of my favorites i just played a dunk contest because i could never shoot um and then yeah like dream team stuff you know it was yeah it
0: Dream Team was also it was, uh, it was, big it, McDonald's stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, it was definitely a, a crossover. It, basketball was a pop culture thing at that time. Yeah, Space Jam. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, it was uh, Michael Jordan.
1: Yes. It was completely
0: yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah, it was all I Michael Jordan. I don't care what anyone says, it, it who your favorite player was at the time, had nothing to do with it, it was yeah. Michael Jordan. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Cartoon series, was, All-Stars, oh, Bo good. Jackson, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan. Yeah.
1: But this was, this was a fun one where we they're just traveling around and then it ends, it gets crazier and crazier. But I mean, it's a minute long spot of just watching Michael Jordan and Larry Bird play horse uh, until they're eventually like on the roof of a building, uh, trying to like throw it into the cross town. And that just goes to the staying power of, you know, a minute long commercial watching two guys play horse, but people will watch it. And, you know, so I'm sure it sold a few Big Macs. Yeah, sure it did.
0: Is that it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Let's go on to my next pick. Uh, or my first pick, I should say.
1: There he is. What a happening dude! There's a super party animal. Yeah. His name is Fox McKenzie. McKenzie. It's a party frenzy. party are. He's Spuds McKenzie, Bud Light's original party
0: animal. Go, Spuds! Go, go, Spuds! Go, Girl, Spuds, go, Spuds! Go, you really cooking that? All right. Spuds McKenzie. He was a bull terrier. He's adorable. The most thing. controversial bull terrier of all time. <laughs> so he he made his reappearance at the Super Bowl last year, which uh, some people I loved, but a lot of people were like. They fucking just shit on our childhood. Like your childhood was a beer mascot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mine was, though. It was. I had t-shirts. I had the stuffy. Uh, he, I had. A, I mean, yeah, my dad loved it. I love Spuds McKenzie. Uh, and he didn't really even drink beer. Uh, but I just love... Like he was on beach t-shirts and everything. You know, mm-hmm. we had we had t-shirts. The cra- uh, it was a huge, huge craze. Do you remember Spuds mm-hmm. McKenzie being huge? Uh, the mascot was created by a 23-year-old art director, John Moore. Uh, he was working in Chicago, and uh, they needed something. So he first showed up in the Super Bowl XXI, which I believe is 21. Hang on. Two X-3. Yes. Okay. Yep. Wait. Yes. 1987, the Super Bowl 21 was the first ever Spuds McKenzie commercial. During the height of his popularity, Everything that I owned, merchandise-wise, was Bud <laughs> mckenzie And a lot of knockoff stuff, too. Everyone was just like sure. yeah. later later things. Uh, he, after his rise to fame, everyone who is a fucking asshole in this country started uh, uh, complaining about it. I mean, one of the complaints was the dog was like supposed to be male in the, sh- in the commercial, but it was played by a female dog. Who cares? Who's looking for that? I don't know. They were uh, called for censorship from all the, um, you know, critical ma- the, the outrage masses were calling for it to go after as soon as it aired in 1987. And of course, Strom Thurmond um, came out against it saying that it was out- targeting children. Yes, it was. Yeah. But I fucking hate Bud Light as an adult, so it never worked. Uh, like Heineken. God damn it, I like my beer to taste like something. Huh. So, yes, he was appealing to children, but so fucking what? They <laughs> we weren't selling beer to children, they're we selling Spuds Mackenzie to children. Yeah. And maybe that would get your parents to buy you beer. Or buy themselves beer, yeah. I should say. Hey, or buy you beer. I mean, come on. And in Europe, they do it. I was sitting next to some 12 year old in Germany chugging a beer Well, he hauled down some liverwurst. Yeah. Uh, in Christmas 1987, a legal action resulted from Budweiser's use of ads as Spuds dressed as Santa, which is illegal in states such as Ohio. Yes. What?
1: Oh, gee, I know. Hang on. I know. This is like one of those laws where it's like, it is illegal in the state of
0: Pennsylvania to right. store a horse on the top of your refrigerator. Right. So uh, the Federal Trade Commission found no evidence to support um, that they were pitching the dog to children, even though, like, all the worst— Mothers Against Drunk Driving and Center for Science and the Public Interest, <laughs> where we're like coming after them. All these awful causes, right? So they <laughs> they decided to retire Spuds uh, in 1989, which is sad, uh, you know. But he came back last year, so that was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it's good to, to
1: kind of you. Know, you don't want him to drive him into the ground. It's almost better to have a noble death. Yeah, than to uh uh. Was up yourself
0: into commercial hell. So here's a little bit of trivia. The dog's real name was Honey Tree Evil Eye. It's a sweet name. She was born in eighty three, died in ninety three, and she uh-huh. was from Malvern, Pennsylvania. Oh look at that. Oh, Local uh, celebrity. Yeah, right. That's where uh Enchantress works. You know, she uh she's from there. That's that's now that town, every time I go through there, I'm going to tell them, that's where Spuds McKenzie was from. Do they have one of those, like, one of
1: those plaques out? They like, fucking should, god yeah. damn it. Like, this is the oldest unaltered
0: Lutheran church in Pennsylvania. <laughs> like,
1: I don't care. I want to know where the damn dog's from. Yeah,
0: where's Spuds McKenzie from?
1: Wait, so they had, an, in 2001, there's huge outrage because there's, you see, one nipple on the Super Bowl. But back in 1989, you saw six. Yeah. Nips. I like how the guys like just watching closely, like looking for
0: this little red rocket. Like, no, no, it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, trying. Ah, right, I gotta see the dick and balls <laughs> in this dog. Wait, there are none. That that can't be. Do you, do you think it that's it, like something out of Simpsons? I think it was at a Super Bowl party, and then
1: after that, he wouldn't shut up for the rest of the night. Just people are trying no. to watch the game, <laughs> and the fucking dogs. Fucking a sham. Dog. Like, dude, shut, <laughs> Glenn, shut the fuck up. All right, I Glenn,
0: get it. we get it. There's no dick and balls. I don't know why you wanted to see in the begin with. That's How I judge a dog's worth? <laughs> all right, let's uh, this this show's gonna go on forever. Yeah, we thought it was gonna be a quick one. All right, here's your next one.
1: July second, they arrive. July third, they attack. July fourth is Independence Day coming this summer. <gasps> epic so this was like the first uh i would say attempt now you take it for granted i mean the, the fact is they advertise trailers that are going to be during times of football games now right okay this was they, a first they do a trailer for the trailer they do a trailer for the trailer and now there's even teasers, like you'll see a teaser that a commercial is going to air, and then that commercial promotes that the trailer is going to come out on halftime. Right. Because, because it's a thing now. Yeah, more people want to go see Captain America or Black Panther than want to sit through and watch a football game. We won. So 1996, We did. they, win, the they blow up the White House. Yeah, During the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, yeah, the Independence Day, it's just a teaser trailer. They, they, they show, like, the ship arriving. They show the people running. And then they, you know, like, like in the movie, blow up the White House. And this was it. And now this was 96. And you had some internet, so there was a place to talk. But you didn't have these massive websites, communities, like where all this knowledge would be. Like, now you're excited. And you have to wait until summer now. Yeah, like this was. I don't the, know
0: how they didn't do this for Jurassic
1: Park. They have thought might not been there. It's like why? Why would? Yeah, you don't run a a movie trailer during a commercial. That's for selling beer and chips, <laughs> and soda, and soda. I'm sure. I'm sure we're going to get a Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Jurassic World, Fallen uh, Kingdom,
0: Fallen Kingdom
1: uh, on Sunday. I'm sure we will.
0: Yeah, that I think there's definitely Avengers, Deadpool. Uh, I I, maybe Deadpool I heard definitely uh Solo Mm -hmm. I heard Black Panther
1: yeah so yeah we're basically watching it's gonna be a Marvel commercial imagine if if ABC had it this year it'd be nothing but that maybe Dark Phoenix too that'd be cool to see but yeah this was there was a time where you didn't have that you know uh and yeah Independence Day was the first
0: Well, um, thank goodness for that. And uh, now this is a commercial uh, that uh, made me want to drink Pepsi. In a introducing a whole new way to look at pepsi and diet pepsi it's beautiful it's beautiful uh, drink pepsi is code word for you <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was not quite there yet in 92 but getting close um, so this air this was this, the famous 1992 cindy crawford out in the desert, she's wearing, like, the white bodysuit with the Daisy Dukes, mm-hmm. and she walks up to the Pepsi machine. I don't know if supermodels exist anymore. I, I Maybe Kate Upton. Yeah. But the, the era of the supermodel was the 90s, the, mm-hmm. the term supermodel. Yep. And Cindy now Croft... Now
1: almost looked down upon as, like, you're unhealthy, and...
0: Uh, they, not they, with and, Kate Upton, I well, don't think. No,
1: but also, uh, they also realized, like, because of, I would say, the internet and just talk and where th- they realize how brutal and awful an in industry it is so it's not like this glamorous thing that you really want to do anymore
0: yeah right but uh crawford was i think one of the biggest i th- i think uh mm-hmm. who else would you uh maybe, Chr- maybe chrissy turlington yeah it was, campbell it
1: was, uh rod stewart's uh what's her name stacy's
0: mom oh i don't know <laughs> but i know who you're talking about uh, so this was in 1992. She was born in 66. So in seven, let me do the math here. In 76, oh, she was on. 10. 86, she was 20. 90, she was 24. So she was 26 years old at the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I shouldn't laugh because that's how I do my math. Too.
0: Actually, she was 25 because her birthday is in February. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So she was 25 years old at the time. She was r- red hot. Everyone loved mm-hmm. her. And 25 years later, she recreated the spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was like a few years ago. Yeah. They redid the Super Bowl spot. She's still, still a babe. Claudia Schiffer, is that who it is? Helena, Carla Bruni? Might be Carla Bruni. I, mm, I don't know. Oh. Uh, I'm not good with names. Yeah, I don't know. I so yeah this was this was a fun spot and uh the kid but they're showing off the new design of pepsi cans uh which is now the look of the retro cans i think Mm -hmm. which is fucked up yeah uh so the kid's like ah look at that can cool pepsi Pepsi had great advertising remember the Mm -hmm. the shack big mouths Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah 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 i want i those were like the coolest thing to get it was like a Two days worth of calories and a, and a liter of <laughs> soda, but it had a big mouth and Shaq was, you know, for a big, a big thirst. They so. and they were handy too when you were done drinking the soda. Good <laughs> good uh, wide mouth for ever, a piss jug. <laughs> R- Ricky, your dad's pee jugs are everywhere. That's my bubbles, you watch um, if I know you don't, but if if you if our listeners listen to or watch uh, Trailer Park Boys, they get that reference. like as
1: as soon as I'm done with Captain Power and the Soldiers
0: of the Future. Okay, we'll add that to your list. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here is Squeezer's next pick. Most people have the wrong impression about the World Wrestling Federation. We're a nonviolent form of entertainment. Go. Oh. We never use sex to enhance our image. Yeah. As athletes, we understand the importance of being a positive role models. We're good wholesome family entertainment. We're trying to make the world a better place for mankind. WWF Attitude. Get it? Get it? Uh, that, this this should have aired last two shows ago. Yeah. It's Attitude. Uh, yeah. Well,.
1: That That's when oh. you knew. New just
0: came out. We're talking sports. Cleveland Indians will remove Chief Wahoo from their uniforms next year. Huh.
1: Are they going to go back and uh, scrub everything from Major League? They
0: better not. That was in the title. <laughs> but that's good to do. And you know, We're on an uh, Indian reservation as we do this eh, podcast. Right now. Yeah. yeah. As soon as we get off, then we'll shit on that Native decision. American.
1: Um, uh. Yeah, we're giving him money right now. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, the wrestling. <laughs> so that's when you know uh, Vince had a monster on his hands at the time. That he bought advertising. Yeah, Stone Cold made him a billionaire. Yeah, and uh, so it's cool commercial. Like it, they're walking through the office. All the wrestlers are walking through. Like they, like they're hanging out there. And, uh, yeah, people Stone Cold's hitting people with chairs, people getting thrown through glass, Sable's walking around with talking about how we don't use sex to sell. Meanwhile, there's two people making out in the desk. Uh, yeah, it was a cool spot. And then, yeah, it ends with Vince being outside the corporate headquarters and someone gets thrown through, like, the window on the top floor, or, and there's an uh, explosion. Um, there's also uh, a, a second cut to this that they aired on Raw then the next night. And it was just a slightly dirtier version, more violent. And like, rather than the guy being on top and kind of covering up the woman with sable, she's on top and just a bra now. And like, man, guy's like, "Have a nice day." As like, someone's like laid out next to him, unconscious. Hmm. Um, yeah, they did a second cut of that. Uh, it also just so happened that so Vince bought advertising during the Super Bowl, and then during halftime basically gave them a big middle finger because that's when they had halftime heat do you remember this match yeah the rock versus mankind for the title in an empty arena match yeah yeah so that way what they did was they rented out the arena and they shot it like five days in advance um and they just fought it was a falls count anywhere match in the arena just the two of them and the camera crew, and eventually, mankind beat The Rock to get his title. I remember watching this. It
0: was awkward with no.
1: Yeah, it, w- it was weird, but <laughs> it did really well. It pulled in a 6.6 during the uh, Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl. Like, it cut in the halftime, and they pulled a 6.6 during the Super Bowl. That's how. Big. What was that on USA? It was on USA on Sunday Night Heat, um, which had been around for a little bit, but they had a special edition halftime heat where it was just uh, one match during. Uh,
0: uh, halftime. How about Hence it? The title halftime heat. I did it again. How about it? Uh, sweet. So, uh, yeah. do you remember? Uh, let me know if you remember. Uh, you ever owned a pair of these?
1: Just hot air.
0: <laughs> that was a commercial for La Gear's catapult. Um, I, Carl Malone. I'm Carl Malone. <laughs> I thought you were gonna ask if I owned an electric drum machine. <laughs> yeah, right. These were. Uh, it doesn't really translate to audio, but this was a commercial featuring Carl Malone in his uh, La Gear catapult. Everything else was hot air, trying to make fun of Air Jordans. Mm. Uh, it was our high end basketball shoe that had like some sort of catapult mechanism in the <laughs> <laughs> the gimmicks. I don't that.
1: know. Can, we got a. I'm I'm not a shoe guy, but we should look back and
0: all the shoe gimmicks the sneaker gimmicks. We kind of did in the weird fashion of the 80s. Oh yeah. We talked Reebok I had Reebok pumps, and then I talked. Of course there were the LA Gear regulators which mm-hmm. was because of the inflatable shoe craze yeah. of the 1990s <laughs> uh it was their answer to the Reebok Pump it had the large pumping button on the tongue like fucking huge yeah. and then it had the little plastic release valve yeah. on top of it
1: My, mine was like a basketball
0: yeah. yeah yeah uh then there was the LA Lights which was the first line of light up shoes mm-hmm. it had the two lights in the sole it was one of their most successful lines it came out in 92 and uh, they, they were huge. Everyone won. I had LA lights. I fucking loved LA, my LA, mm-hmm. LA gear lights. Uh, and LA, LA Tech Step was the next step. In 1993, they would light up when the player would jump off the ground. <laughs> uh, and then a Flak was their brand, similar to popular Nike and Adidas uh, shoes that kind of like just aped their... Design <laughs> and then they, they started selling them at like Caldor and Kmart, and they kind of like lost their. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to like put them back in high end stores like Foot Locker and shit. And no one bought them. So I used to like LA Gears because you got that cool LA Gear license plate, California license plate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, But I had, I had my share of regulators and pumps because they were cheaper than Reebok pumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they tried to make a few comebacks in the 2000s, but I I don't know how no one ever had a successful. I'd buy a pair of LA gear. I have a pair of pumps because I'm fucking retarded. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, now now, if anyone, if they put them out there, it'd be a nostalgia thing. It would last right. for a short bit, and that'd be the end of it. But I, I don't, I really don't. It's not a style that's going to be coming back. Not like Jenko's, you know, eventually it's going to come full circle again. You're just waiting all, for that. I'm, I just want to be able to wear half the clothes that I have that are you know, <laughs> my oversized fleeces. You still <laughs> From know high you, school. You wear those. Oh, well, yeah. I got to cover this up somehow. I, I don't want to turn the entire world on. Beautiful I'm body of man. yours. Yeah. All right. Here's
0: Squeezer's next pick.
1: <laughs>
0: perfect. Absolutely
1: perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> What's taking you so long? There's one taste that just can't be duplicated. Michael, you just don't look yourself today. Diet Pepsi, taste that's generations ahead. Ah, uh, Marty. I mean, Michael. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, uh, they 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 really walked the tightrope there um, with all these Michael J. Fox Pepsi commercials, spe- this one in particular. Um, I know they say Michael, but they... The association with him and Marty McFly is—it's it's yeah. just, yeah. It, it you just associate that—that's him. Yeah. And even in this case too, he's working. Um, I don't. I don't know why he's creating a robot clone of himself. Um, why not? Urkel did it. That's a good point. Um, but he like he's in this shop, so it like it almost looks like Doc Brown's? It looks like Doc Brown's shop, yeah. kind of. Um, what they're implying. So then, yeah, they. Uh, him and his clone struggle over the uh, is Pepsi. Uh, the real Michael uh, like stumbles back and then Aunt Becky comes in and opens the door and hits him in the face with the door. Uh, Lori Laughlin, Aunt Becky from Full House.
0: She was just nominated for an Oscar. Oh, yeah, nice for, for her. Uh, uh, what the fuck's that movie called? Fuller House? <laughs> no, I don't think it's. She wasn't. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Not Lori Laughlin, not Aunt Becky. I'm thinking uh I'm thinking Roseanne's sister, Aunt Becky, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she was nominated, and her yeah, name's yeah. Lori, too, isn't it, Lori Metcalf, yes, yeah, yeah, look at that, uh, wow, look at us,
1: look at you with names, yeah, I'm jealous about it, um. Yeah, and uh, so then hits Michael with the door. He goes tumbling down a garbage chute into, like, a, a trash heap. And it ends with him, like, looking through, like, a, like a basement window or, like, a, through a screen. And, uh, yeah. <coughs> Aunt Becky's uh, walking off a Robot Michael. She's like, you seem different. And he's like, because <laughs> he's a robot. Right. You know? But now he's got, he's got the girlfriend and the Pepsi now.
0: And poor Michael's left in the trash. I didn't tell Enchantress, but after I saw this commercial, I built my robot version of myself, and that's who she's dating. <laughs> so, uh,
1: I've never I wow I couldn't tell the difference between <laughs> robot <laughs> the emotional <clears throat> difference between you and robot you. Shut! I don't know who's sitting across from me right now. I'm a wrath <laughs> of
0: emotions. Uh, so Lady Bird's movie she's nominated for. Okay, um, that not Laurie Laughlin, Laurie Metcalf. Oh, okay, yes. But oh, speaking of when mm-hmm. The Roseanne? You think there'll be a commercial for the Roseanne reboot? Oh
1: yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, I am so excited for it. So that. am I. Yeah, I'm uh, ready for I it. I want to know well, how are they gonna retro uh, retroactively retcon? retcon season nine? Or <laughs> I think yeah, they'll just be like just, that was a joke. Yeah, doesn't, or or just carry on. You don't don't even address it. Yeah, don't just, address it. No one cares. Yeah. they just want more. Yeah. I want more. I mean,
0: they did that with uh the sister Becky. Mm-hmm. That's right. Got me confused. Yeah. It was played by Sarah Chalk and some uh, other girl. Uh, and also, on the heels of that, Murphy Brown, I hear, is coming back. Ooh, yeah. I don't know if that's going to take. I don't know. Maybe. It, as in a world where newsroom didn't take, you think Murphy Brown takes? Um, she was the empowered woman
1: of we'll the 80s. we see. Yeah. It's it's good timing for it right now. Fake news. Yeah.
0: That was my Trump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, give a shot. I was never a big Murphy Brown fan. No, nah, I never was. Really, the only time I ever watched Murphy Brown is when Kramer was on it on <laughs> that clip in the Seinfeld. <laughs> He's on Murphy Brown! And then Elaine wrote a road Murphy Brown. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for that, Roseanne. That would be cool to see.
1: A little... I think they should bring Seinfeld back. Speaking of... Uh, I don't think people have the attention span for it anymore. Why not? People are dumb. They want Yeah, that's instant- the perfect show for it. No, nah, but I know it was it was dumb, but he had to be smart to even get the dumbness. I think I think it'd be great on a Netflix. Uh, all right, maybe, yeah. Or Hulu, but, since Hulu has it. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't know. People want the they they people need a, a laugh track to tell them when to laugh. Now have the laugh track. No,
0: I, I there can't, was a laugh track in. Seinfeld. I know,
1: I know, but I don't. That's not what I mean. Like, you would laughed regardless of that. Now it's like you have to have it in place, right?
0: They need the audience and laugh track because how do you, you know, what else happens when Kramer walks into the room? You need that. Woo. All right, fair enough. I say bring it back.
1: But I, I think they use that to, uh, you know, it was part of the joke. Now, it, now it's just. I now what? I, I hate damn laugh tracks. Why? They ruined M.A.S.H. Well, how did it ruin M.A.S.H.? They shouldn't have had one like the first three, four seasons or whatever, till Alan Alda finally had enough money to get in on producing it and tell him to go to hell. Or not. Have, why would there be a laugh track in a war show? <clears throat> West Wing had a lot of funny moments. There's no laugh track there. Well, I should do that. i <laughs> than do a, so, add, add laugh track to West Wing, or
0: I mean, w- w- West Wing would need a laugh track just to uh, wake people up because the show is so goddamn boring. <laughs> I was just trying to make a joke <laughs> to use a laugh track. Uh, okay, I had my moment. It's a brilliant show. We'll go back to it. I know, it's, it is. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, Enchantress has got me in the newsroom and I'm loving that every second of the, it. It's high fantasy, isn't it? Yeah. It is. its is. All those hardworking people. But that's what I want after a, a long day of the reality of <laughs> it, it, that. It's,
1: it's, just, it, it's just like Just like in real life, there are no dragons. There are no smart, hardworking people in television.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. There's no Republicans who take a stand against idiots in their party. Or, you know, call out Democrats for being pussies. All right let's uh move on i got i got one i got a good one here trouble getting into your jeans Try relaxed fit jeans from Lee. <laughs> Do you still wear these?
1: Uh, I I switched to the. What am I wearing? Hang on. No, the, are you wearing Lees? I don't think so. No. The. Are they Lee? The Denizen, whatever. The one, Oh, the, Levi's. Levi. Yeah. The. I, the Target the, brand of Levi's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the little stretchiness in it, yeah. so it's nice. And, I'm uh, wearing American Eagle. That's my brand. Yeah. They don't. Those don't fit me anyway, whatsoever. Even if they made my size, they wouldn't. So, I, have, I have what they call them child-barren hips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're adorable. Lee was always, I guess, considered the poor man's Levi's because I wore them as a kid when we were poor because <laughs> we'd go to the outlet, the VF outlets down in uh, Redding, mm-hmm. and my mom would stock us up on uh, irregulars. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> how, <wear>. how irregular? <laughs> like yeah, two two leg. right legs. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Whatever you had to do, but this commercial... Was uh, a guy sucking it in. <gasps> and sucking in so much that the room started caving in on him and he swallowed a bird. <laughs> it was actually pretty clever. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. And it's like, so fatty. Need to fit in your jeans. <laughs> By the stretchy you relax it. Meanwhile, it's during the Super Bowl and there's people sitting there
1: with their pants unbuttoned, just cramming Doritos down their gullet. Yeah.
0: right. That's a perfect commercial it's to perfect, during the Super yeah. Bowl. It's
1: like, oh, I got to get yeah. some of them fitting pants.
0: Lee was uh, formed in. 1889, when Henry David Lee started the H.D. Lee Mercantile Company in Salina, Kansas, producing dungarees and jackets. It's strange. That there was a time when, like, like you just
1: take it for granted. Now, like, before you didn't have jeans. Yeah. Like, you, and also you like you picture like back in the day, like cowboys would wear jeans. Like that would make sense, but no, they didn't. Like they're like slacks.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean fuck. I mean, who the, was Levi's the first to? I don't make know. Jeans? If it,
1: I don't know what the what the history of denim is. I can work on getting that
0: together. For Levi. <laughs> yeah, 1853. Levi Strauss and Company. Uh, Levi Strauss came from Germany to San Francisco and opened a West Coast branch of his brother's New York dry goods business. And I guess the first to make jeans? I don't fucking know. Usually, like, you
1: have a business doing something else, and then you need to make something for that business, right. and then you just start selling that thing.
0: Necessity is the mother of invention? Yeah, huh. you, that, you should put that on a T-shirt. Uh. So, yeah. Fuck, man. Blue jeans. Popular. <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. Well, not Lee's, though. (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with Lee's, but... All right. We're really knocking this one out of the park.
1: Okay, Dino. I gotta go to a lot
0: of stores to get what you like. I'll be back. If you leave me now, you'll take away the biggest part of me. Ooh, no, baby. Please don't go. Hey, man, I'm getting car sick. I think I'm in a boot. That's it. Uh, That is it. Are we talking
1: the dot-com bubble? We are talking the dot-com bubble and the king of them all, pets.com. Didn't they have the talking sock
0: puppet that would later
1: get another job? Yeah, that was was the talking sock puppet uh, singing Chicago's If You Leave Me Now, Mm. voiced by uh, Michael Ian Black. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that was actually him. Um, So this spot cost $1.2 million to have a sock puppet sing. Well, I mean, that's the cost of the spot. It probably cost even more to get the rights to Chicago. Um, Yeah, really? So it was the number one commercial of that year. It was so highly rated, and they were basing off of you... You can't leave to go to the pet store to buy pet supplies because you don't want to leave your pet's home alone. So you can go on pets.com and, and uh, order your pet supplies and have them delivered to your home. Groundbreaking. You
0: should be able to do that with books and other odds and ends. Well, Amazon was the one company to break out of the bubble. Yes. Because it started around the same time. Yeah. And-, and the reason
1: that they were able to do that is good business practices, efficiency, cost-effectiveness... Uh, which
0: led to him being now the richest person in the world
1: um pets.com did not have a sound structure in their business in their operations no it was you know when tech guys build you know you come up with an idea for a website that doesn't mean you also know how to run a warehousing shipping and sales logistics logistics thank you yeah um yeah, you can you can program, you can have ideas. That's great, and you can have really clever marketing that gets the number one Super Bowl spot. Doesn't mean that you can move merchandise uh, efficiently,
0: especially heavy pet he- food. Heavy
1: pet food. <laughs> oh God!
0: Uh, <laughs> you got a German Shepherd? Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, Cousin Eddie and uh, Christmas Vacation loading <laughs> up uh, fucking Clark's cart. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, not not the not the the best of ideas, and you know. So in three hundred million dollars in investments, poof, like Jeez. Kaiser Soze, <laughs> <it's gone. laughs> just disappeared overnight.
0: Kind of like uh, Kevin Spacey's career. <laughs> oh well, that's fun. Now my last topic. Is gonna be about one of my, God, man, I really bought into beer advertisements. One of my favorite. <laughs> apparently, it worked. Apparently, it worked. One of my favorite, of all, favorite of all time, uh, ad campaigns. I guess it's an ad. It is. That's is this? Do they still run it? I don't think so. It ran until ninety-seven, so it should come back though. Here it is. <coughs> For the kickoff of Bud Ball 1. Bud has won the toss. They'll receive. Turn
1: out their life. <laughs> Let's kick some Bud. And we're
0: underway. Bud takes it at the 18. Hands off to Bud. He's at the 25, 30.
1: label. <laughs> He's looking for daylight. <laughs> Make that. Buddy.
0: Light. Hey, Move your bud. Oh, we've got a real brouhaha. The cans are going wild. I'm out bud on the field. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Uh, the Bud Ball. I love the Bud Bowl. It was a stop-motion <laughs> animated Super Bowl campaign featuring Bud versus Bud Light. It aired in 89, beginningly after Super Bowl XXIII. Hang on, hang on. It's 23. 23. It was originally created by Darcy, Macy's, Benton, and Bulls account service department by Tom Gooch and Rich Laley. This is according to Wikipedia. Hmm. Do a straight read here. Who are looking for a way to strategically be involved in the Super Bowl. David Henke and Bill Oakley of that big fucking stupid company were the creative team behind the original Bud Ball. Yeah,
1: for being so creative, you could have come up with a more creative name for your company.
0: Yeah, really. The 3D computer graphics promotion spots preceded the game's commercials were made by a San Francisco production group. Uh, and the stop, mil- stop motion filming process was painstaking, involving eight hours to work, oh, eight hours of work just to produce three seconds of footage. And you so yell it, at me when right. I take an hour to shoot a 30-second Right. So this was 10 days of work oh. to do the 30 seconds. Bud Bowl Two was shot stop-motion by Broadcast Arts of NYC. Bud Ice and Bud Dry would make appearances in later Bud Balls. Beer bottles with the voices of Terry Bradshaw and Tom Landry, the latter of which was topped with Landry's distinctive fedora, also <laughs> made appearances. Tom Landry's hat. It has been jokingly said that Bud Bowl, yeah, you're you're the rich kind of middle management, so and so (laughs) that could afford that hat. It was jokingly said that Bud Bowl was actually more exciting than the Super Bowl itself in some years. Starting with the fourth edition, a consumer contest was tied to the commercials, which game pieces distributed in product packaging. Gambling on the outcome of the Bud Bowl is also common, (laughs) despite the fact that some (laughs) people knew the results before it actually aired. In later years, Bud Bowl retained an advertising promotion, but in different forms. In 1996, it served as a contest only, and then by 1998, it was mostly removed from television. Bud Bowl was often used in a static store display promotions and their contests. It was parodied on The Simpsons and Lisa the Greek, the Duffball, remember? Mm-hmm. And uh, MTV would later ape the name for its uh, airings of Beavis and Butthead during halftime called The Butt Bowl. <laughs> Um, yeah, Bob Costas and Paul McGuire were the announcers for the first one. Brent Musburger and Terry Bradshaw for the second. Keith Jackson, Dandy Don Meredith, and Chris Berman for the third. Marv Albert would do the sixth. Uh, and the last one was Howie Long and uh, Ronnie Lott. Uh, during halftime of Super Bowl. Um oh, oh, this is a good one. Reason.tv parodied FDA's ban on Four Loco and caffeinated drinks with Buzz Bowl 1. Four Loco versus <laughs> Juice. Uh, I got to see that. Uh, in the early 90s episode of Late Night with Dave Letterman featured a parody of the bubble animation, instead portraying it in merely a rows of actual beer bottles lined up in front of each other, being smashed across the playing field with a large swoop uh, push broom. <laughs> But yeah, did you not love the Bud Bowl? As it was a kid? fun. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I cared about it more than the game itself. Yeah, like me
0: too. The, Absolutely, hundred percent cared yeah. more about the Bud Bowl it, than ma- the Super It mattered Bowl. more. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: it, it's like when you go to like a, a baseball game or a football game and they have like the the little cartoon of like the cars racing like red versus yeah, blue yeah have, or
0: the pork racers yeah, the, or like, the president racers or all those
1: yeah. but but even those you never know like even though it, it's yeah it's predetermined but even even then like this that's kind of live action yeah this it's is live action this, this is, is a video a, a video cartoon you know the outcome already ended you cheering it on isn't going to change that fact
0: <laughs> right yeah
1: I mean, but yeah, I definitely, I cared more about the outcome of the Bud Bowl. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think they, that's something that needs to come back, the Bud Bowl. mm why is still sponsor?
1: Or did uh, someone else, I'm not sure who the beer sponsor for.
0: Well, I, I mean, guess they're not necessarily they the, the beer be sponsor, sponsored. you just buy the commercial time. Oh, that's true. It, to, to do a full Bud Bowl, though, it probably costs like $40 million. Yeah. All those spots.
1: It'd be easier now though. You don't have you don't have to do eight hours a day for you know some uh eighteen year old kid in their basement slap together some a uh, bud bowl and no, no It's time. not
0: slap together, yeah, you need
1: to slap it together.
0: <laughs> Squeezer is very uh very angry. Very angry over there about people doing his job on a computer. Um, Being replaced by robots. Except that, except people the to- give the tickets and <laughs> the toll booths are give here. And I'm staying in to New me York.
1: Toll booth. I can't believe it. someone has to hand me the ticket.
0: They'll have a job and you won't. <laughs> well, this was a fun look at uh, Super Bowl's past, and it brought up some good memories. Mm-hmm. Um, go on, uh, you know, you can you can leave reviews on iTunes and rate us. Uh, leave a review and um, go on uh, Instagram and let us know your favorite Super Bowl memories when I post something about this and. Uh, Rate and review us on iTunes and check us out on YouTube. We don't have a static URL yet because you need fucking hundred subscribers. So subs- find us, search us, years TV on YouTube, and subscribe.
1: Eventually, there'll be content for you.
0: Right now, there's two shows. Well, there. By the time this posts, there could be more. There's a few shows. Uh, watch them, um, enjoy them, and go to radyears.com for our great blog content that's not written by Squeezer.
1: I'll
0: get, I um, <laughs> Yeah, as soon as you finish, what's that show you're going to watch next?
1: Uh, Captain uh, Power? I was going to say Sky Captain and World of Tomorrow. Mart- no, yes. uh, yeah, Captain Power. You're, you're yeah, stuck I'm, on that computer basement thing. Yeah,
0: fuckers. All right, well, uh, enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. Enjoy your commercials and your gluttony. I'm going to. I'm going to drink all the beer in
1: the world. Enjoy your three-hour-long Marvel commercial, hopefully. I-
0: I'm going to have my own Bud Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> How many can Ryan drink? Uh okay, this has been Radier's Podcast. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Later.